Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Hi, I'm Mike Tom. Colleen Hood is off. Today we're talking with a minister who not only has spent decades in church ministry, she's also spent years ministering to people in aged care as a chaplain. She's also released a brand new book that's a memoir. It speaks on living faithfully with a disability. Heather Coombs will join us today here on Connections. Reverend Heather Coombs is our guest today. She goes by Heather usually, she says, but sometimes people call her Reverend. Reverend, because not only do you have a brand new book out, you're an author, but you're also involved uh, with a denomination in Australia called the Uniting Church. Is that correct? Uh, that's right, yes. Um, I, I've been ordained for a little bit over 30 years now, um, and I... I uh, spent most of that ministry time within aged care um, as a chaplain um, involved in um, palliative care um, and um, supporting families, supporting residents as they live through transitions into residential care. What what was it that drew you to that line of work and to ministering to people experiencing uh, d- different things like that? Um, well, I, I've always had a heart for people um, and especially uh, relating to people one-on-one. And uh, I think there's a lot of similarity between the losses experienced in ageing to the losses experienced in disability. So I I kind of felt that I related to some of their experiences and I, I loved listening to um, people's history uh, and um, the way they kind of um, worked through some of the challenges um, of the depression and wartime. Uh, now you come from, uh, like you mentioned, being able to relate to the losses they're experiencing. Uh, yours is from disability. You were diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Can you just tell us a little bit about what life is like living with that disability? Um, uh, it's, it's full of challenges and it tests the sense of humour, but fortunately I've got a lot of sense of humour. <laughs> um, it, um, uh, it, it's a congenital uh, condition in my case. Um, I was born with it um, and in my case um, it um, includes stiff muscles. Uh, it I've got a slightly crooked posture um, and I'm in a motorised wheelchair um, that is easiest for me to get around. Although in the past I've been able to walk on sticks um, and, um, and, you know, then a manual wheelchair and now a a motorised wheelchair. Um, I need to uh, exercise quite regularly uh, to keep my muscles in trim. If I don't exercise, um, I stiffen up. 
Now, you mentioned humor is important. Why do you find humor is helpful when uh, facing challenges in life? Well, um, uh, there are times when uh, everything seems to go wrong. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) um, I've got to find the funny side to things. I I mean, just recently I uh, had a, a specialist appointment um, and I contacted my relatives who were going to meet me at the medical centre. I contacted my uh, carers to make sure that they were there to help dress me in the morning. And I organised my transport. But um, because of a breakdown in communication, uh, my carer didn't come to dress me. Um, you know, and I was in a tight time schedule and I was wondering how in the heck uh, can I um, move this forward because I couldn't cancel the specialist appointment. Um, so I, I rushed into the bathroom, uh, grabbed a, tail, uh, a towel and um, wrapped it around me and I hurriedly put a loose jumper on, even though I've got stiff shoulders. Uh, and then I gathered all my clothes on that I, I still hadn't been able to put on and gave them to my community transport um, driver, who was a bit agog uh, when he saw how I was dressed. And I said to him, uh, can you tell me a joke because I'm feeling a bit stressed? And then he told me the story of a, a riddle that his um, son had given him about a pterodactyl. Um, and uh, I won't go into the joke, but it made me laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> and it eased the tension. I think that's something we could all use in 2020, right? You mentioned sometimes things go wrong. Yeah, that's called 2020. Nothing's gone to anybody's plans this year. Absolutely. You've got to be so flexible, <laughs> don't you? Uh, you've uh, taken your life stories and put it down into an account called Marathon Wheeler, Living with a Disability. Uh, when did you first get a desire to start writing this memoir? Um, well, well, I've always um, had a yen for writing since about primary school, but it wasn't until I retired from my work that I had the time and um, mental space to be able to put my words together. Um, so that was maybe about oh, four years ago. And I remember when I first started, um, I, I got about um, a third of the way through the book and my computer crashed. No. And uh, I I lost everything. Oh. And it took me about about a year to start again, Um, you know, the psychological resilience that you need to start again. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, the, the actual writing process took me about a year, I think, and um, it was a real, um, what's the word, cathartic experience, I think, mm. because, um, you know, it, it helps 
to put the pieces of my life together, but it also enabled me to list some handy hints on living with physical disability in the hope that I might um, help other people with with disability and their families. Um, now, you're um, an ordained minister. You spent years helping other people and caring for them. How? What kind of role has faith played uh, in your life dealing with your own disability? And what kind of role does faith play in the book? Or does it? Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, it, it sure does. Um, I think faith, uh, faith in God underpins my um, experience. Um, one of the things that I, I find precious in faith is um, a sense of awe about the universe uh, and the hugeness of the universe and my own smallness in that. And it makes me remember um, Psalm 8, um, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is all your name in all the earth. When I see the moon and stars, uh, what what are humans that you should care for them? So there's a, a sense in which there's a, an awe, but also a sense that despite the hugeness of creation, um, that I, I am loved and and that is is precious. Um, the other thing that faith um, does for me is to provide a model of, of suffering. Uh, it seems a strange thing to say, but uh, when I look at um, Jesus on the cross and how he was trapped and nailed on the cross, I, I can sense that he identified with my body paralysis hmm. and that he, he's not, uh, he doesn't represent a God who is remote from suffering but is with, with us in suffering and is with, with me in, in my own suffering. That reminds me of um, Hebrews that, paraphrasing but basically it says if jesus the son of god wouldn't escape suffering who are we to think that we will too but yeah he's there with us in the midst of that suffering uh absolutely uh you know he's not um some remote figure um but also i think faith um helps uh, to give me strength um beyond my body uh, for the difficulties that I have, um, that um, prayer, I, I find when I get myself into difficult situations, um, prayer can uh, be as simple as, help God, I need you. Um, yeah, um, but um, it, it's that um, resilience that um, I need to cope. But um, there's a multifaceted thing about faith. It also gives me a reason for thankfulness uh, for, for the amazing blessings in my life. You know, I've got a wonderful family. Um, I love nature and um, I've got some really good friends. And so counting those blessings 
is, uh, is a great um, balance to the challenge. Um, the other thing about faith is that um, it gives me an automatic gift of community. Um, I, I believe that one can't really be a Christian on your own, that, that you need the support of, of people, um, uh, the support of people um, a, as you're sharing faith together and coming together in worship. And, um, and just a, a couple of other points. Um, for me, faith is being able to share the compassion of God uh, to the person or people in front of me at any one time. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I also believe that I have the responsibility to give and to serve whether I have a disability or not. Having a disability um, is no excuse for opting out of life. It probably gives you, uh, um, yeah, like purpose in life, right? It, just because you have a disability, maybe the disability is what gives you purpose to help serve others and bring a little empathy along with you while you do it. Um, yeah, well, I I think, um, you know, I may not understand fully other people's experience, um, but um, it, it does give me an empathy and an encouragement to listen very carefully uh, to the struggles that they have uh, and to realise that um, regardless of disability, we have a common human experience. Um, you know, all of us have struggles, all of us have great times and it's a matter of listening carefully to um, be able to resonate with those experiences. You mentioned uh, that people living with disabilities as well as their families would uh, take a lot from your book. I'm guessing it's not just limited to those people too. I'm guessing a lot of people would take something away uh, from your book. Who else might gain some insights by reading this, do you feel? Um, well, I'd like to think that um, parents, family members, health professionals, or people learning to be health professionals. Um, also, um, because it's got a gentle Christian bent to it, I would hope that the Christian church um, would be interested in the book in helping them to enhance their ministry, not to disabled people, but with disabled people. I'm just reading here. It says, written from a gentle Christian perspective. What do you feel makes it a gentle Christian perspective? Well, uh, I've had some unfor uh, unfortunate experiences in the past of um, very zealous Christians mm. who, who try and um, force their um, um, viewpoint on me where I may not be in a space at that time um, to accept it. 
And so I've also been very aware of not um, being overly heavy. Um, uh, to be able to put um, my faith in an authentic um, way that doesn't scare people off. I think we all need that, a, a light hand sometimes maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, after all, I think Jesus was um, a person of compassion. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I hope to be a compassionate pe- person as well. I think your book could definitely help us in uh, thinking that out for ourselves too, how to be a little bit more compassionate, it sounds like. How can we find uh your book here in canada how can we get our hands on an australian author's book um okay well there's a couple of ways um you can contact um the mulberry books um um and they're my publisher they're in uh, the united states um you can also find it on amazon um and i also have a, a website um, called www.heathercoombs.net um, and that's on Facebook, um, Instagram, Pinterest, yeah. Nice. And um, um, so any of those places you can, uh, you can get it. Heather, thanks so much for joining us today. Not enough time to talk to you. Such a deep subject and such wise words from you. We look forward to having you on again sometime. Everybody else, don't forget the show repeats every evening on your local radio station, as well as you can find the full podcast at podcastville.ca or wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. It makes it easier for other people to find us. We'll talk to you again on Connections.